Who's what I eat in a day is the worst. Mm-hmm. That's, it's definitely mine anyway. So it's <laughs> mine. <laughs> Okay, hello everyone. I am eating today Siggy's. You know, Siggy's. It's Icelandic yogurt. I don't, but like, I know my little, my little hacks here, but it's basically just like vanilla yogurt with um, a bunch of frozen raspberries. And so, like, what ends up happening is like it starts like freezing. And it wow. it turns into like kind of a frozen yogurt vibe slash twenty one choices. Shout frozen out twenty one choices. Oh my god, twenty one oh. choices. Um, so good. Um, I'm missing chocolate, but it's okay. And then um, I'm drinking this tiny, cute little. Look at how cute this is. Oh my god, it's gosh. a tiny little tequila tequila paloma it's so like literally cute. the size it's like smaller than my hand but there's tequila oh and grapefruit um and lime in it so i'll quickly open it oh that wasn't nice. as satisfying but it's a little baby little baby yeah can. and then i'll pour it on here oh it's so cute cute look at so that nice. it's like the, so good it's like the tiniest amount but it is what it is Okay. I wanna, I wanna Are you drinking can. one can? I only have one. Yeah. I only have one. Okay. I am drinking giant hard kombucha again because I, you know, got a six pack from Trader Joe's. So I'm gonna just work my way through. Um, so nice. that's that passion fruit elder, um, elderflower flavor. And then for my snack, I have these like chocolate cookies biscuits mm-hmm. um they are kind of like digestives but it's not as crumbly the the cracker part but yeah they're these like greek cookies that a friend gave me so i literally have no idea what they're called because everything is actually in greek on the packaging um yeah nice little sweet little snack for me today mm. for me i had stuff in the fridge left over from my friends who were staying here so they were drinking High noon vodka soda mango. Wow, yeah. that sounds good. Yep. That was a big one. Big boy. This is really good. It's vodka with real fruit juice, sparkling water, and natural flavors. I actually really like this. No corn syrup and artificial flavors. And then what else do we have? We have some gherkins, pickled gherkins. And then so these... Good rosemary i think this is rosemary marcona nuts and then i went to the farmer's market this weekend and picked up what what like rosemary rosemary marcona nuts you know what's a marcona nut it's kind of like an almond and like and like a macadamia nut it's like an almond and like and like a brazil nut like had Had a baby baby and then super tasty and then we got some tomatoes from the farmer's market. They're not as good as the ones in Korea, but we're not there anymore. So this is going to – I have to just live <laughs> off of these. That's what's going on in my – Oh, these American tomatoes. <clears throat> so, and it's like I paid a bunch for this, and I asked the farmer's market lady, like, what's the sweetest tomatoes you have? And she's like, it's these, like these heirloom dark red tomatoes, like kind of bloody red. They're not as good. What are we talking about today on that note? We are – talking about food all things food our relationship to food what we like to eat things that can inspire your dull menus that you wait what am i saying 
your dull routine, your dull, <laughs> your dull meals and your routines. We're going to talk about all things food because we are lovers of food. So if you're new to Samcha, the way that we run each episode is that we have three rounds, uh, Ircha, Icha, and Samcha. And in each round, we have a specific topic where we go deeper into whatever we're talking about on that day. So today, since we're talking about food, we'll start with lighthearted questions around what we like to eat, and then we'll see where this goes. Shall we cheers? All right. Cheers. 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 I will first start by asking, who do you think like eats the best meals every day? Like, who do you think eats the best out of the three of us i i have yeah i have i know who i think i i also too (laughs) i I do too yeah it's megan megan (laughs) okay i think i eat well every day and then but i do feel like christine eats like the the act the actual best every day do you know what no, I'm saying? I think Christine doesn't eat the best every day, but then when she like does cook oh, when she and like goes. goes yeah, into yeah, like yeah. a meal, she will like go all out. But then on a regular yes, day, she just is. eats like chicken and rice. <laughs> there it is. And, and tomatoes and eggs. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a better explanation. But then Megan is like the most consistently like eats bomb, but like fresh and simple things. But it like has the balance of like salty and acidic yeah. and like starchy. And it's just like, oh, I'm so jealous. She has a standard Sean. for a meal. <laughs> And she hits that standard every meal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Because food, Whereas, guys, it's like our life, you I know? know. Mm-hmm. I know. But <laughs> like, Christine. what I eat is like today I ate frozen hash brown for breakfast um, oh, from Trader Joe's. So Those are really good. Um, so good. And then I ate it with like a little bit of hummus. And that was my way of being like, okay, I'll have like some protein in the morning. <laughs> and then. I had like a frozen bean and rice and corn burrito <laughs> like for lunch. Wow, this is so on brand. Mm-hmm. Okay, continue. Yeah. Basically, and then I ate Chick-fil-A for dinner um, that I had dinner. <laughs> but like um and that was like 15 minutes before we started recording because I was like lying in bed after my calls and then I was like, I need to eat something. Um like so yeah, Chick-fil-A. so that is my typical day where I'm like, oh no, I have like 15 minutes now I'm gonna microwave something and eat it real quick honestly sadly that sounds so so delightful I know but I and I do but I do love when Christina cooks Mm -hmm. and she like records it and she does like her little what I eat in a days or like that one video I swear I talk about it so much but it's the one making chili uh-huh. Like, I don't know why. I'm just, like, so <laughs> obsessed with it. It's so, like, good. And I think also because weren't you in London? You were in, mm-hmm. like, the well, common area. there's, like, overlap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that period of my life, before I went to London, I went mostly plant-based. So I was, like, mm-hmm. eating mostly vegan plant-based food. And then I went to London And then I kept doing that because um, I was trying to save money because I was a student. So I was mostly grocery shopping. And then I kind of had this like rule where if I was cooking, I would cook plant-based. But if I went out to eat, Mm -hmm. I would be more flexible. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, I mean, that's why it's mostly just pasta, rice, beans, veggies, potatoes. Mm -hmm. Those are my main food groups, (laughs) especially potatoes. When you guys, especially potatoes, when you guys think about going to the supermarket, do you just like 
get fresh ingredients and then just like wing it? Or do you guys like plan out your week and then figure out what you're going to eat from there? Because I, I have a I have an inkling that like Christine is like a what is fresh right now? And then she like goes out and then like she brings it home and then she has one of those like Lauren Toyota like recipe moments and then she like goes into her fridge. Or like all the veggies are about to go bad so she throws them all into a tteokbokki. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. Remember? The most, the most amazing like colorful like maximalist tteokbokki that you can find. Yeah. Pink eggs. um, In the description below. Yes. Yeah. No, I, well, I don't, I definitely, uh, I go back and forth, but usually it's like, I just buy what I need for the meal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially because in New York, unless you're like getting your groceries delivered, it's just like a pain to get a lot of stuff at a time. I feel like I want to be like the farmer's market gal and like go to the farmer's market and like get what's in season. Like, I feel like I do that sometimes. Like, I, I cater my meals, like, for what is, like, really good currently. But then usually it's, like, I will meal plan and then have a grocery list according to that meal plan and then, like, get those groceries. Because, like, it pains me to throw food out or, like, throw rotten veggies or whatever out. So I just, like, try and plan uh, yeah. well so that then we end up eating everything in our fridge and then we start over every I week. can see all of our personality types coming out in the <laughs> ways that we plan for our meals, the way that we go grocery shopping. I think, like – For me, I definitely go to the farmer's market. It's like a very fun, like hands-on experience. Um, So I go for like the experience and then check out what's in season, buy a bunch of stuff, and then try to make something out of it. But then usually it's like I'm rushing to like make it, make something (laughs) while it's fresh. But then unfortunately things go bad because I am only eating for myself right now. And then – if I'm not at the farmer's market, then I'll like go and get my like everyday staples, which are like eggs and yogurt and certain fruits. And that's about it. And I usually like eat the same thing every day because I don't want to think about what to eat. And then when I'm like hosting people or if there's something like really compelling at the market, that's when like I get a little bit more creative. But Otherwise, it's, like, so boring in terms of what I eat. I feel like Megan eats something different every day. Yeah. I am, like, a. will make a big batch of, like, kimchi jjigae or a big batch of chili, and I just, like, eat that for, like, five meals in a row. (laughs) (laughs) I could could do that with kimchi jjigae. I feel Mm -hmm. like with with some things, I'll do, like, maybe it'll be, like, two meals, Mm -hmm. right? Like, a big pot of kimchi jjigae is, like, perfect because then – you can have it for like the meal that you're making it and then like maybe one other meal. Mm-hmm. But usually mm-hmm. it's like pretty different. Do you have to bring in Dane and Sean into your meals or can you like – do they let you run with it? I You mean usually... like planning wise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like oh, like what should we eat or like yeah. when you're making um, the stuff, do you like consult each other or you just do it? It's like this is like the kitchen is like mine. It's like <laughs> my – this is my domain. <laughs> you can yes, exactly. And and Sean's like not picky at all, so I feel like it it works out really well. He used to have like 
um, a lot of like stomach issues. I'm like putting freaking people on blast. Or <laughs> uh, he, used to, he used to have like a lot of stomach issues. And so then I would be a little bit careful about like certain things, but he's like pretty good. So now, so he just, we just, he just eats everything that I make. Nice. Nice. What about Dane? Is he like, <laughs> yeah, whatever food yeah. is there, I'm happy to eat it. Um, or? I really don't cook that much, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Well, Dean's like, the picker upper today? of all the food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he's he's the he picks up the food. Honestly, like I like I love food. I think like the what's hard is like we will have the best intentions of getting groceries and like we'll have the groceries and then like we're like okay I'm, we're gonna make this and that like throughout the week mm-hmm. and then it's like someone's like let's go get dinner and we're like yeah like well I'm not gonna pass up fish cheeks like, <laughs> you know? and then you know you know how the rest of the story goes yeah. <laughs> And then it's just iceberg lettuce in a salad yeah. spinner for <laughs> two <laughs> weeks. And then frozen burritos for lunch. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, have, so I have another question for you guys uh, for Ircha. Yes. What is something that you love to eat? Like what is the type of food that you love to eat? And what is like a food that you just cannot get yourself to eat? Mm. Mine is so easy. Oh my God, go home. <laughs> oh, well, oh, well I, love- I, know, I know your favorite. Well, okay, potatoes are my favorite, but I love like just Mexican rice and beans, like refried mm-hmm. beans and and fluffy mm-hmm. Mexican rice, and then just like so cover good. it in salsa and hot mm-hmm. sauce. Um, so I love mm-hmm. that. I do not like shellfish and like crustaceans. Oh, that's right. You know, that's right. Um, and also like uni. It's just like I feel like I'm just swallowing the ocean. Maybe it's from like <laughs> going to the beach as a kid, and like you know, you get like t- you get tumbled around in the waves, mm-hmm. and then like all the sand and salt goes in your mm-hmm. mouth. So it like reminds yeah. me of that. Mm. Yeah. Oh I know it's a, it's a hot date. take because people love that stuff. Can you so. eat caviar? Yeah. Um, if it's like a small amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But – And they're they're less fishy I feel. So. Yeah. It's not it's more well, salty. Well, the good ones. Yeah. 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 So that's – yeah, it's different. Uni though I feel like is just like salt and sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uni. <laughs> I know you guys love uni. <laughs> so so good. Megan, what about you? Hmm. I would say so I really, really, really like like the sour, spicy, like savory profile, mm-hmm. which is like I feel like Thai food is like mm-hmm. very yeah, it's all of those things. So like, I just love to eat like Thai and anything that has like those flavors. Like I like, like a lob, sa- lob salad. Or oh something. yes, exactly. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. like extra lime, like so good. Mm-hmm. And I do like a lot of like fresh veggies type stuff. Yeah. Like I like salads or like lob is perfect because like you get the you do mm-hmm. the um, mouth is watering the cabbage. I know mm-hmm. my mouth is watering mm-hmm. too, like the cabbage, and you do it, so that's really good. And then, in terms of like anything that I don't, I don't think there's anything that I don't like to eat. I mean, there's things that I don't like to cook. Like I don't necessarily oh. like to like deep fry things because then it's like I have a bunch of oil and like <laughs> I don't want to like, get rid of it. And I know, like, you're like you're not supposed to put it, it down. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. And it's like the smoke, the smell, like all of that stuff. So like if I'm going to eat something like deep fried, that's like what I would go for if, you know, mm-hmm. I was going out to eat. But yeah, I don't think there's anything that like I don't Yeah, like. I can't think of anything that you don't like either. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a type of liquor so. you don't like? 
nope. <laughs> you like them all? <laughs> yeah. I You're like, I definitely like not. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even go into the liquor category <laughs> because. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I'll think about it and I'll like mm-hmm. throw it in as like an, like a Easter mm-hmm. egg in a different episode or something, but mm-hmm. we'll find out. I'll come back to you on that. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Christine? I, I'll, in terms of like things that I enjoy eating, things that get me really excited, it's like foods that are like well balanced in a sense where there's like a good sauce. There's like a well prepared mm. protein. The vegetables are still fresh, but if they cooked it, it's like cooked perfectly. So like the articulation of like all of these little different components, love like mm. barbecue and like skewers because that's like an art in oh. itself too. Oh my god, there's this really good skewer cart in Lower Manhattan. That oh my gosh, we have to go to. Does it have good char? Okay, yeah, sorry. yeah, I'm like it, the it's char so has good. to be there it's so too. Uh huh. It oh has to be juicy and moist. So it's like <laughs> oh that kind of stuff god. gets me like really, really excited. Um, I also really like going to wine bars and then the like small plates that they have to accompany the wine oh. menu. That sounds a little pretentious, mm-hmm. yes. but you can find like down to earth, low key no. types of bar, like wine bars that have like a good food menu that is paired with their, their wine. Um, that gets me very excited at the moment. And then pretty much yes. nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's all you like? That's like what gets me really, really excited. Um, oh, I'm like uh-huh, gravitating uh-huh. away from like, the heavier like stewy maybe because it's summertime and I want like fresh things mm. like I want to taste yeah, that makes sense. what's in season but right now I'm like gravitating away from like the casseroles and like the big meaty stews and things like that so that's like what I like to eat what I enjoy eating things that I like to put in my mouth and then things that I don't like to <laughs> eat mm-hmm. mm. What do I not like to eat? I don't like to eat – well, this is just like because I have an allergy, but like soy stuff, like soy-based foods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sad, yeah. But things like that or like over-stinky things. Like I can't do over-stinky types of foods that like really overwhelm like all of your senses or like – Like too much fish sauce? Too much fish sauce too, or like not even stinky, like too much hot sauce too much of one thing Mm, that's like too much of one thing it goes back to like me being really excited about balance and then like when something Mm. is like really taking over i can't i get really upset i'm like that's all i taste Uh uh-huh i thought of something that i really really don't like (gasps) what which is when christine said stinky i can't do stinky tofu Mm. i've never have you guys i've ever tried stinky tofu it is a trip like <laughs> and a national treasure intense. but <laughs> i know i know that's why i'm not trying to like offend anyone like sean eats it like sean's parents like sean's dad who's like the Irish. most caucasian man <laughs> you can ever imagine like loves it and we oh. went to we went to this night market in taiwan and he was just like eating it i like literally couldn't even say i was like oh and usually and that's like just not how i am at all but it's really it's really hard it's definitely like an acquired taste oh my goodness that's that's one that i like couldn't get behind but i don't know maybe i'll i'll train myself yeah people grow to like like certain foods that they couldn't eat before like olives or 
mm-hmm. like sashimi. So I started liking mm-hmm. olives on Christine's 20th birthday <laughs> when what? we went to this restaurant in Berkeley called Hudson. And so, yeah, we went there for Christine's, was it, tw- I think it was your 20th I birthday. Think so. But yeah, they had like an olive tapenade with their bread basket. And um, so that was the first time I enjoyed olives. Mm. And then it unlocked that side of my taste buds. Yeah. So maybe you can do like a stinky oh. tofu tapenade and then that'll be like your <laughs> gateway. Maybe it needs to be like in a small, uh-huh. yeah, like a thin layer. <laughs> like it's like plugging her nose Above right like now. a mound of rice. I'm like yeah. literally going to cover my nose. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. okay. All right. Well, that was ear cha. Cheers. Mm, I'm hungry. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. I know. <laughs> Okay, so for Icha, the question is, can you share, it's not a question, <laughs> can you share a food memory that is really special to you? Mm, I have one, but I'm like kind of embarrassed. Not embarrassed, but like all I've been talking about is eating like shitty frozen food and they're also all like Mexican adjacent, <laughs> like rice and beans, burritos. <laughs> But I, when I was a kid, um, I was in like third grade and it was my mom's birthday and she made miyokuk, which is seaweed soup. You know, you're supposed to have it on your birthday in Korean um, tradition. So my mom had made miyokuk and then I was like in the kitchen and like she, I was very quiet. I didn't make any noise. So she didn't see me. And then as she turned with the bowl of soup that she was taking to the table, it like spilled on my (sighs) chest. And then it was like. I was like, ah, then we went to the emergency room. It all was only like on my chest, not even like, it was like barely on my neck, like not on my face, all on my chest. Um, And then they like wrapped me up like with bandages. And I like had to go to like a science fair that day or something at school. Uh, But anyway, to like, you know, make me feel better, my dad got me an Inchirito from Taco Bell. Um, (laughs) And then that became my like, oh, if I'm sick or like, if I'm just like not feeling, whether it was like physically or whatever, like the best, like my dad would get me an Inchirito. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) Oh my God. That is so so sweet. Yeah. And like, if anyone doesn't know what an Inchirito is, it like, it like used to be on the menu, went off the menu. Now it's like back because fans voted for it to come back. But it's just like a beef and bean and like onion burrito. And then it's covered in enchilada sauce. And then mm. yeah, it just like comes in like a small little platter. But yeah, they like brought it back recently. I think it was like last year. And I was like, oh, enchilada's back. And I like had to get it as soon as they had it back in Taco Bell. <laughs> Did it taste the same? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love that. Love oh, the consistency. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they keep it on the menu forever oh. after hearing what it mm-hmm. means to you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I have like an obvious one. Why is it obvious? Because it's like, okay, should we try to guess? Because it's obvious. Yeah. Try to. <laughs> I know. I'm like, mm. you can try, but it's like the, the one that like comes, that's like the first one that comes to mind. Is it like some cooking from like your grandma or something? Yeah. No, is it David Chang? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Wait, really? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like a the question is like, what's a food memory that's special to you? And so it's like mm. going back to like traditions, like Koreans have miyokuk on their birthday. And then uh, I think this is for like most Korean families, but we make mandu like during the holidays for New Year's, right? Mm. So that we can make the mm-hmm. mandu guk, which is rice cake and dumpling soup. So I remember when I was younger, we would all go to my grandma and aunt's house in Bakersfield, California, which is like central California. Like all of our families from LA would drive there. And then we would 
have like the whole day dedicated to making the dumpling mandu filling and then like filling it mm. together as a family. Uh, like all the women, so all fun. the men, all the kids, like we would all just make dumplings together. And that was like our activity. And it would be like in the kitchen, in the backyard, in the living room. It was like in the dining room. It was like everybody was making dumplings. So I think that's like a special memory to me in terms of like the traditions that I grew up with and like the sense of the people who are in the room. And we don't like do that anymore. We just do it with our immediate families. So I would say that's like a very special childhood food memory. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And like your family's all there. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like a kid. And everyone's fun. making fun of everyone's making fun of each other's like mandu skills uh-huh. and like Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, when did you guys graduate <laughs> from like the easy like hat mandu to the pleated mandu. What's the hat mandu? The hat one is like where you just like fold it and you don't crease it and then you just like put the two ends together and it's like a little round thing. The thing is, I think like every family has like a different way of folding mm, dumplings based off of where they came from. We never did the hat mandu and then we would sometimes do the pleats, but my grandma would make it in a way where you just fold it over and you just press down on the sides. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about Our family was like that too. We didn't do the fancy pleat. We either did the fold half over and then um, crimp the sides, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then we would hat mandu, or we would mm. leave leave it just flat. But mm-hmm. I remember growing up, like my dad used to be the best at like mandu mm. making. Like his was always like really beautiful, mm-hmm. and like we would always joke because. I think there's like a Korean like proverb or something that says like if you make um, really nice mandus, then like your daughters will be like beautiful or something. So I would always like walk around and be like, beautiful, my, dad. <laughs> my dad makes the best mandus. The best That's mandu why all I the land. This. <laughs> Those mandu making thing like days mm-hmm. are really special. Yeah. Yeah. Megan, what about you? It's really nice. Mine, mine's kind of like, it's not necessarily like a food kind of a memory, but it's like just like alliums in general. You know, allium, like the species, it's like, uh, or it's, is it a genus? Yeah, it's, I don't a, know. it's a genus. <laughs> but basically, like all, like, uh, garlic, onion, chives, like green onion. What are the other ones? Ramps, like all these other different veggies are like in the allium family mm-hmm. or the allium genus. And like my grandma and grandpa were both like, it's like if if the recipe calls for five garlic cloves, it's like five entire heads of garlic go in. <laughs> yeah. so like they're just like really allium forward people. And so like anytime I pick out like a certain type of allium, um, at the grocery store, like it just like really reminds me of high money. Oh, and then I also Aww. got like it's it's ba- it's upside down, but it's a garlic. It's an abstract mm-hmm. oh, garlic, garlic on my on my arm because it's like such a core memory. Mm-hmm. Garlic breath forever. I remember there was one time I made um, hummus in college. Like, I just made it in our, like, Nutribullet, mm-hmm. and I put so much garlic in there because, you know, I, too, love my garlic. Yes. Um, and I think I got a stomach ache. Like, I literally felt like I had garlic, like, <laughs> scent coming from Oozy. my pores. Yeah, from my skin. Um, I don't know if Christine remembers that. Or, yeah, like, I do. I can still. 
I can still smell it. <laughs> it was like so raw yeah. too. It, it was, was cooked yeah, it garlic. Was like it was raw really garlic. Right. Raw. A That's lot right. of garlic uh-huh. just mixed in there with the chickpeas and, and all of that. Oh my God. Um, I love that. Yeah. So I yeah, learned my lesson. That makes me want hummus right now. Yeah. But there is there is such thing as too much garlic. <laughs> <laughs> you reached the you limit. Might think there isn't. Yeah. I I I, I flirted with <laughs> the limit there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially when it like goes in raw. Yeah, oh. that was a mistake. Oh, yeah. Someone, I just walked yeah. in. Yeah, I walked into that one. So. Just, yeah, raw dog the garlic. <laughs> I was like 20 years old. I didn't know any better. <laughs> okay, so the next question in Icha is, do you have a favorite recipe that you would like to share with the group? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I am your teacher. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay, let me let me start over. Oh Jesus wait, Christ. I have or I have an idea. I have an idea. What if I'm okay. like, um, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was gonna Do try it. to like incorporate it with like yes, go. you use garlic. Oh yeah, that's a good stuff. one. So it's like, oh, oh yeah. like I think if you have like a favorite, if you have like a favorite garlic mm. memory. Do you have like a favorite yeah. garlic recipe? Mm. Mm-hmm. Or well, I feel all like all of your recipes garlic... are probably garlic recipes. I was, right? Yeah, <laughs> like I was going to say recipe or one that like really accentuates. Mm. Or it's like you can help Christina find the right garlic recipe, one that has cooked yes. garlic. Oh. Yes. Where I won't hurt myself. Well, stomach. something that's really good in terms of like alliums, like putting in just like a ton of stuff and then like boiling mm-hmm. it is like posam. Mm-hmm. So posam is like pork belly and you just boil it, you know, in water and all these other things. And then you just cut it and serve it. But basically like the posam kind of like recipe that my grandma and like my mom uses is like you just take you know, those big, long hunks of pork belly, and you just put it in water. Um, You cover it in water, and you put in, like, a bunch of different things, like green onion, a, a whole onion, like, cut in half, like, a ton of garlic, um, ginger, and then we put some brown sugar and, um, like, instant coffee, like, a little bit of instant oh. coffee. Um, and then... Um, like maybe a heaping tablespoon of like miso and then you like just let it go on the stove for like an hour and then you kind of serve it with um, just like an abundance of fresh like veggies like butter lettuce or like red lettuce um, I like doing like radicchio endive perilla. Um, and a bunch of different herbs. Yeah, a mm-hmm. bunch of different herbs like genni. You can do like cilantro, mint, basil, like all of that stuff. Um, and I think it looks when you have like all these different herbs and stuff, it obviously tastes good, but it also like looks really impressive because like you just have this like big bowl of, of veggies. And then, like, kind of all the side things that go with it, like you can make samjang. You some can raw have, garlic, like, but in moderation. Yeah. Thin, thin, exactly, exactly. Paper thinly sliced. Yeah. Because most of because most of the garlic is going to be cooked in 
right mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. balsam. Um, but yeah, you can have like thinly, very, very thinly sliced like raw <laughs> garlic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like other like fermented pickly bits that you can like put in it. And then you just like take a wrap, you take all your herbs, you take the meat, samjang, like mm. pickled bits and you just mm. so like that's like a nice a nice one that has both cooked and mm-hmm. raw garlic. Mm. That sounds Yum. so good. That's the yummy one. Yeah. Does anyone else have a garlic forward or just any recipe? I feel like with Christine, you can just – we can link. Yeah, go to PureSaturdays.com. Yeah. yeah, exactly. See all of Christine's great recipes. So, <laughs> favorite recipes? Like I've developed many, many recipes for my blog, yeah. Dear Saturdays, but then two that I will consistently make – is one that's like a chicken drumstick that chicken drumsticks that are um, cooked in like a soy broth, uh, a soy sauce broth. Oh, I've like seen this before. Vegetable, so like good. root so vegetables. Good. It's very very hearty. You can make it in the winter time. It's very very easy too, and it's one that reminds mm. me of the way that my mom used to cook this dish. So it's called a takjim. So we will link this in the description. Um, people actually like really like it. It's been like published in like yeah. magazines. So it's, it's a good recipe. It's very handy. It's consistent. It's reliable. And then the other one, which is fun for this season is Bake Cell Betty's fried chicken sandwiches and strawberry shortcake. And so I've made this for you guys when we went to Mont Rainier in Seattle, <laughs> but I also mm-hmm. like to make it during the summertime for my friends. Uh, I also like to make it whenever I go on trips because it's just so fun to eat. It's like a fried chicken sandwich with like a brioche bun, like a toasted brioche bun. And there is this really acidic, vibrant slaw uh, with like jalapenos. That's kind of slaw. And very sliced or very thinly sliced red onions. Um, And there's cabbage. Mm -hmm. It's really, really good. And then after you serve that, you can – have this like sweet ending with a crunchy but also like buttery strawberry shortcake with whipped cream and slightly macerated strawberries strawberries. so this is those are all on the blog but those are like the two recipes that like I consistently it's the the two recipes that I like to reference and also use every single year um, it's both Korean Mm, and also American that's us yeah the takjim is super easy Super easy. I love that yeah, recipe. I, love I think that what I make the most is kimchi jjigae probably because mm-hmm. mm. it's like – it's one I like literally don't have to think about. And I use my cousin's recipe and she like toasts the um, kochukaru or like the red pepper flakes and kochujang or red pepper paste like in the – she like heats that up first and sets it aside, kind of toasts it and that in the pot. And then, um, then she puts anchovy like canned anchovies into the into the recipe and like mash it up so that's kind of taking it from like like italian cooking where you like use it mm-hmm. for like pasta and that kind of thing and then yeah and then you like add your onions add your garlic add your kimchi mix it all in you add back in the kochujang and kochukaru and it brings like a nice color yeah. you add your broth that you were already making with your dried um other you know fish ingredients um add some kimchi juice i like to do tuna i also like spam but Mm. i i prefer tuna i think Mm -hmm. because it's 
easier for me because when I do spam I like to also cook the spam before I put it into the mm -hmm. or like it's already you know you don't have to cook it but I like to crisp it mm -hmm. before I put it into the kimchi jjigae so it's just another step mm. yeah and then tofu oh, but if Christine's jjigae. coming over the tofu will be on the side because yeah. she can't have tofu <laughs> so considerate so thank you yeah uh-huh yeah. Oh, and oh, then the I also, jjigae. I love making oyamuchim because it's really mm -hmm. easy, which is just like oh, yeah, quick pickled so cucumber, good. like Korean style that yeah. also has a lot of garlic. Uh -huh. And then the, the other kind of, yeah, well, the other kind of panchan I like to make is um, hobakjeon, mm. which is like uh, oh, fried like so zucchini good. patties with like, you do like flour and egg. Um, that was always my job to make when my family would do chesa. Oh, chesa is like a Korean, so many like Korean terms out there. <laughs> I know. Chesa is like, um, it's kind of like, uh, if you think about Dia de los Muertos, where you have like the mm -hmm. people's photos and you lay out food. Mm -hmm. It's like that. You do that for your ancestors on like either their birthday or the anniversary of when they passed away. Um, and so there's certain traditional food that you make for chesa and, um, if we were making some kind of chon and it included hobakjeon, that was always like my job to oh. to fry those. So <laughs> now I want hobakjeon. Something that you just reminded me of was there's also this like one pasta that I like to make that's like good for summer because you don't mm. really have to like slave over on the stove, but it has like kind of Korean elements, you know, well, I, or I guess it's like also I think Jet the Japanese, the Japanese, <laughs> um, the, the Japanese have like a version of it, but it's like, um, you know, when you go to Korean market and they have like the salted roe, mm -hmm. like the, it's called myongnanjeok mm -hmm. and it's in like, it's, it's like in the sack. Yeah. Have you guys seen those? Yeah. It's like really salty. Mm. So like you, <laughs> you're like, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Christina, I don't know if she's going to love this, but actually this is like pretty, it's like not as fishy and it's just like really like savory. Mm. Um, so basically you just make your pasta and as your pasta is going, you like prepare all the other ingredients and in like a big bowl, you just take the eggs out of the sack. Uh-huh. <laughs> And like with the back of your knife, you like take it out and you just have this like kind of clump of <laughs> fish roe. Christina like wants to die. And then you just um, mix in with like, like really good like olive oil, like hella pepper, like freshly cracked pepper. I like doing like thinly sliced um, green onion, maybe lemon and salt or um, maybe some lemon and then some salt to taste. And then when your pasta is done and it's still really hot, instead of just draining your pasta um out into a colander you just like drain it kind of or you pick it up and directly put it into like that bowl with the roe mm, and it kind of like cooks in the heat and like it emulsifies with the oil and it just turns into this like umami amazing creaminess. umami yeah creaminess like without any cream and it's so I feel like it's so it feels like impressive like I feel like if you made it for someone they would think like holy shit like what is what is this and it's just like Salted row from the supermarket, bitch. Like that's nice. Just <laughs> that <laughs> sounds so trying to like it. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> well, I'll have to make it for you yeah, as like make a side or something. Yes. Yeah, yes. and then and then you'll you'll have to judge if yes, if it's more of a mental it. thing. It's not like a well. Um, uni is a taste thing, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the other shellfish is like a mental thing. Yeah. <laughs>
So I can oh. I can grow to like certain dishes yeah. that have those ingredients. Yeah. yeah. I remember Christina saying something really funny when we were younger and she said like the reason why I don't or like one of the reasons why I don't like shellfish is because they're kind of like the spiders of the sea, right? Cockroaches. Are the cockroaches? Are cockroaches. They have exoskeletons. Oh, and then I watched did you guys watch Castaway? Like that old Tom yeah. Hanks movie? Uh-uh. Um, yeah. you know, and I watched that in very formative years because it came out in like the 90s or something. And then there's a scene where he's like trying to, you know, trying to survive on that island. He finally like cap- catches a crab, right? And he's so excited. And he's like, oh my God. And he like rips it open. And then it's just like guts fall out because it's not cooked. And it's just like, that is so disgusting. <laughs> like that's what would happen to a bug if you were to squish the bug. Yes. Oh so okay, note to self, don't yes. don't show our future children cast away. Cast away. <laughs> we'll traumatize because yes, that will be like, oh, okay. But I mean, but then to be fair, he did end up cooking the crab, like the next crab mm-hmm. he caught, and then you know he enjoyed it. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyways. <laughs> That's uh, Chris. That's like, is that like where it came from? Like the the trauma of your of Castaway, um, and then I think my family just also didn't. I didn't grow up eating a lot of shellfish, mm-hmm. um, like because we wouldn't go out to like eat crab or anything. We mostly, yeah, we didn't really eat eat it a lot. So mm-hmm. I think I just didn't grow up around it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I also just like. I think out of all the shellfish, shrimp is my least favorite because it's the most like like not cohesive in texture once you bite into it, if that makes sense. It like crumbles into like smaller pieces versus like being like a chewy meat, like a crab meat would even be. Yeah, I'm just, I'm weird. <laughs> like now your guy, your faces are like, uh-huh. It's like, okay. it depends. I mean, more, yeah. more crab <laughs> it's great for you too when we travel because i'm like yeah. you guys have it all oh my god that like sparked like a core memory where i you were saying that like your family didn't eat crab a lot but my family would have like other families come over and we'd like buy crab and we'd eat it together and mm. so one time my parents invited this family over it was like the mom that the dad and then the son and so the parents ate at the parents' table, and then we ate at the kitchen dining table, the kids. And uh, it was me, my sister, and then my brother. It was me, my sister, my brothers, and then the son of the guests. We had crab. We we're sitting and eating the crabs. And then my sister decided to get kind of like flirtatious, and she like chucked <laughs> the, the like innards, like the, the, like oh, the, poop, the poopy part of the crab at the guy – and then he chucked it back at her, like more. So they're like throwing crab juices at each other, and it was like soaking into my. <laughs> my sister was wearing this like Ew. my sister was wearing this like long sleeve Abercrombie shirt, and it was like soaking into her shirt. So it was like pasted onto her body, and she had this like huge reaction to to crab. And ever since. I is she she's allergic or I think she's just re- I think she's fine with it now but for a while she couldn't eat crab because she thought she was allergic uh, oh maybe God. she still is but 
uh she ate it that it's day just, it, was, it was actually just the abercrombie shirt. <laughs> she's allergic say, it was just like hives from embarrassment or something i'm wearing abercrombie <laughs> um yeah so that was my that's like one of my core memories with crab it's being i was just like watching this happen i was like you guys are gonna get in so much trouble <laughs> damn now i want crab oh my god redondo beef so good yeah Yeah. i love i do like crab meat i just don't want to like use pliers to like get (laughs) like a little tiny little ounce of meat (laughs) oh so what i'm hearing is you just want somebody to open it all up and then have a big i also don't want to see that i don't want to see the carcass like Mm -hmm. i yeah um, yeah i like it like a sugarfish the like crab meat roll mm-hmm. oh the roll. Roll. you know what i mean yeah yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, i don't mind it i like i like crab okay meat. yeah yeah wow <laughs> we could really Ooh, just sorry. like anyway go yeah. on and on <laughs> what okay wait i have another question <laughs> what is your take on picky eaters like you know how there are kids who are younger mm. and they're like i refuse i can only eat french fries chicken nuggets pizza and pasta with butter and i won't eat anything else you know like those kids yeah and then it like evolves into like other weird behaviors down the line like what is your take on picky eating as a kid or like people not as kids but like people who then embody that type of behavior into adulthood like what is your take on picky eater or what is your take on picky eaters i mean i think it's fine Cause like, I mean, for me, I'm thinking it's fine. Cause like no one around me is a picky eater. Uh-huh. So like, it's fine. Um, but if I had to deal with the picky eater, then I think maybe it'd be like more frustrating. I do feel like as long as you're open to like trying it at least. Yeah. And like, if uh-huh. you don't like it, you don't like it. But like, if you're just not open to it and you just say, oh, I've never tried it, but I don't, I know I'm not going to like it. Like that to me is like there's yeah. something mm-hmm. more there psychologically that maybe you need to unpack. But like other than that, like I, I mean, whatever, like do you, I guess. Yeah. And I think it's like as long as – I mean it's it's also it's like if they're being picky and then they are not like giving options or they're not like mm-hmm. finding their own mm-hmm. options at the mm-hmm. restaurant you go to. Like, like for example, when I used to be plant-based, like – I would still go to any restaurant people went to and then I would just figure out my own thing that mm-hmm. I would order. Right. Or if like if it was a group right. setting, like then, you know, then I'll it's fine. Um, so I think as long as you're not like inconveniencing other people, mm-hmm. then like I don't really give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, if it's like, I don't want that, no, I don't want that. Oh no, I like I don't need that. That's that's really annoying. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think like I'll understand for the most part for kids, though like you have to like kind yes. of push certain food options on kids because they can't always have it the way that they want. But there was like this one memory that came to mind where one of my friends dated this guy who couldn't eat sauces. And then sauces. What? He couldn't eat like <laughs> peanut butter, he couldn't eat pizza, he couldn't like wait, like, he couldn't have tomato sauce. But was he allergic? No, he or just didn't like, like the wetness. He didn't like the wetness of sauce. There are these like encounters or like as I like meet people in the world, I hear these stories about people with really interesting food preference quirks. And one time this girl was like, I had to dump him because he couldn't eat sauces. Yeah, that's that that's would a, be a little much. That's a red flag. That's a he's a 10, yeah. but he doesn't eat sauces. 
your baby. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> Can you imagine? He, he's a he's a one because he can't do sauces. sauces. Yeah, exactly. he's a zero at that. Like she mm. she couldn't. Yeah, oh yeah. Gosh. Well, cheers to your friend for dumping yeah. that, <laughs> dude. Yeah, cheers. cheers to kick off samcha. We're just gonna. Dive, dive like real deep all of a sudden just tell tell me about your relationship with food <laughs> feel like a therapist Ooh. <laughs> yeah so i haven't fully thought about this one but it's definitely changed over the years like when i was younger i always liked food but it was like the first thing that i would cut out if like oh i, I felt like i needed to lose some weight or something i would be like oh I'll just skip this meal or like, I'll skip that meal. Like I wouldn't like, it, I wouldn't do it healthfully, you know? Um, so that was kind of like my relationship when I was younger. But I think I, like food was always like such a big pillar in my life. Like, I mean, maybe it is for a lot of people, but I mean, I think also for Koreans, cause like food is a, a, a love language for the entire nation mm -hmm. like it's such a big big thing so I think that's kind of how it was and then I think it's changed a bit like I think I'm now more learning and leaning more into like what macros are and mm. like and like really thinking about like to Christine what you were saying maybe a little bit more balance not necessarily in the flavors but also in like the importance of like what those macros mean and how it like reacts to my body mm -hmm. and so like obviously we have this whole other episode about like it, you know all the health stuff that maybe I've been going through so like the mm -hmm. last um the last few months it's definitely just like slowly understanding um what my body is like and then how my body reacts to certain foods and then kind of adjusting maybe my meals or the way that I cook to like fit that a little bit better and to me that's maybe a more healthier way to take it instead of just saying oh like I love food and so like I eat everything at all times you know all the time it's it's just maybe more like really understanding the nutrients behind like the, the things that I put in my mouth. And again, the key word here is like try because mm -hmm. I'll still, you know, drink a bottle of wine <laughs> with Christine and Olivia. A bottle. <laughs> a bottle. Per person. We had three. Yeah, we oh had three bottles that night. That was aggressive. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think just generally like kind of understanding like exactly what my body needs and like kind of listening to it and understanding that a little bit more than it just being like mealtime or like, oh, here's food and I'm eating it. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like that's kind of how it's changed over time. Mm. Are you looking at Sean? <laughs> yeah, because what is this guy doing? He, he's eating pistachios with chopsticks and then he dropped the pistachio <laughs> and he's looking for the pistachio. <laughs> he's like, right? he's like, I just cannot. Oh, there it is. He saw it. Oh, it dropped on the floor. And he was picking it right back up and putting it into his mouth. It, when he picked it up from the floor, did he pick it up with the chopsticks? <laughs> no. Or with his, I wish. With his toes? That would have been funny. And then it would have yeah, like, dropped would, again. I know. Yeah. That would have been so funny. Oh, oh my God. Well, that sounds like you guys. It's like, uh, it's really interesting because you, like, I thought that, like, our relationship with food is more, like, consistent. It's like, uh, it's, it doesn't change as much. 
But then when I actually reflect on like the ways that I ate growing up versus like the ways that I eat now, it's so, so different. Like growing up, Mm. we like never ate out. We ate at home and we would maybe go to like a Korean barbecue restaurant or like an Italian restaurant on somebody's birthday or a special occasion. After I like went to college, I started to like eat out more. And then once I started working, I ate out all the time. That's like basically how we eat today is like we eat out or we order food. And then now I just think that I am kind of exhausted from like the overabundance of like all these options that we have, especially when I was in Korea, I was bombarded with like good food here, good food Mm. there. And there was so much choice that I kind of just shut down and said like, what is like the essentials that I need to like actually eat or like what are the essentials that I need for like nutrition and then kind of leave it at that and then build off of that kind of principle. So I think like in my 30s versus my 20s, like the ways that like I'm eating, the behaviors and the habits are definitely like like polar opposites. In my 20s, I would just eat a bunch of things, like whatever was delicious, whatever my friends were eating. Um, but now it's like I feel a little bit more in control with like what I eat for breakfast, what I eat for lunch, and what I eat for dinner. And it's a change for sure. So if you're like in your 20s and you're like, I'm eating out of control, and then in your 30s, <laughs> you're like a little bit more mindful. That's one takeaway that I have. You just have too much, and then now it's like I don't need all of that. I just want what's essential. It's kind of how it feels for me too. Um, I think part of it is also – I just feel like really busy all the time with like work and then like, you know, got a uh, got a husband that I spend time with and got like got our house that we had our apartment that we got to maintain and got to like train for my marathon and do YouTube and like all that stuff. And so um, I think also like in my 20s, it was always like, ooh, like what's my next meal going to be? It's going to be like bomb. It's going to be like delicious. And now it's like, I just need some like protein to like make sure I don't faint um, as I like do the next thing. (laughs) And so, yeah, so I do think it has become more of a like just using food as fuel versus um, I still enjoy food so much and I still enjoy like going out to new places to eat and like enjoying that with friends and like getting to try lots of things together and traveling and trying food. But yeah, on a day-to-day basis, it's like I've, I've kind of I've kind of let go of needing every single meal to be like really, you know, mm. complex in flavor and all of that. It's kind of yeah. sad, but at the same time I feel growth in like oh, I'm able to like, you know, just change these different Adjust. parts of how I live my life in order to like stay balanced in everything else, mm-hmm. you know, and not like beat mm. myself up over like not making like the most tasty like best meals all the time I'm also thinking about it's kind of related it's like when I was growing up and like into my 20s I kind of ate like how like my parents used to eat right like how like my parents eat eat up until now like my mom is very like a breakfast lunch dinner like breakfast at eight lunch at noon and dinner at six and so like even if you're not hungry like you just you eat because like that's just when you eat that was me too Um, yeah Mm -hmm. it's like like at lunch or something if I'm not that hungry my mom's still like oh but it's lunchtime like you have to eat some you know we gotta eat Mm -hmm. and it's like 
not not to say that that was necessarily like wrong or bad, but it definitely wasn't like intuitive, mm-hmm. right? So now it's like we, you know, I like intermittent fast and I have like a certain eating window that I try not to break unless again, I'm drinking like an entire bottle of wine at <laughs> a, a local tapas yeah. place. But mm-hmm. um, like I normally have like a smaller eating window. Like I try to eat between like 12 and eight. I try to have like whole foods. I try to listen to my body. If I'm full, I stop. If I'm hungry, I eat like whatever. So it's kind of like this breaking away kind Mm -hmm. of, of like what you grew up with and, and how, um, yeah, like how you were raised, I guess is probably like our thirties is like all about that. God, which is why it like, it felt so weird for me. Um, to like start to eat in that way yeah yeah and I think yeah, yeah. the other other the other thing for me is like when I was eating mostly plant-based like it started out because I was like having stomach aches all the time and I was tired and then mm. it like on YouTube at the time like vegan plant-based eating like yeah. was all the rage and so I like fell into that like YouTube rabbit hole found like lots of um, creators that I liked. Um, And then when I started eating that way, like I felt amazing. Um, But then it got to be like too, like it became too obsessive where it was like not about like eating in that way anymore, but it was like, oh no, like this toast, avocado toast came out with like a tiny bit of cheese on it. And it's like, oh, well now I can't eat that. But it's like, you can Mm. have like, you know, a tiny little like little thing of cheese. Um, So that was also something like I had to kind of like break out of. And I think I have this tendency, like I've got my Duolingo streak going on. It's like 105 days and I'm like, I can't break it. And so I got into that mentality with my food. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's something that can be unhealthy, you know, but now I'm like trying to be, you know, a little more balanced about it, but I'm still eating a lot of frozen burritos, but it's because I'm really busy during the day. (laughs) And that's okay because your body doesn't hate you for it. Your body loves that. It's like there's nutrition. It needs something. Yeah, it needs something. (laughs) Yeah. Also, like another thing is is that like in your 20s, your metabolism is still like kind of going. And then later down the line in your like late 20s, it's like it catches up with you. And then you're like, why am I – like this like why can I not fit into my pants anymore so it's frustrating then it's like (sighs) navigating into like this stage of our lives we're like okay how do we repair this like relationship with food in like a healthier way that works for our bodies yeah 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 I think especially with um, marathon training I am trying to see food as fuel more Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. And it is, I'm, I, again, like I have really bad habits with like not cooking a lot and eating out a lot, but it's like a mentality I'm trying to like adopt more strongly because Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, you need the food to fuel your body so that you can do like these workouts and like these other, you know, go about your day. So yeah, food is fuel. It's very important. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the sooner you learn that. Yeah. And it's so good. Yeah. If it tastes good, has a bunch of alliums in it. <laughs> good, good balance between I'm raw drooling. and cooked. Yeah. Yes. Oh, goodness. There's so much to say well, about food. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then there's like a whole other episode we can do about metabolism just in its own seriously. God. Yeah. Own episode. <laughs> yeah. I think we covered off Samcha, but Ooh. in true Samcha oh, yeah. fashion, I'm going to throw a wild card question. Surprise, Christine, question. What is your death row meal? <laughs> Back this to the morbidity. <laughs> I know. It wouldn't be an episode without us, one of us talking about death in some Ooh, way. It's seriously so hard. Yeah. There's so many directions you can yeah, go into. Seriously. Oh my god. It's like what's meaningful, what's nostalgic, what's like delicious, yeah. what is I think I would want I I maybe this is cuz I had Korean barbecue recently, but I think it just has oh. all the right elements. Mm -hmm. So some yeah. some chador, like good quality chador, which is like thinly sliced brisket. Um, you know, fresh white rice. Um, tenjang jjigae. Sorry, Christine. She can't have tenjang <laughs> Um, And then like the salad, like, you know, the Korean, yes. like spicy, like nice crispy salad. Um, even if it was just those four things, like mm -hmm. that you've got the protein, got like the starch, the like the nice acidity, you got like the fermented um, tastiness of the tenjang jjigae. I think that yeah. I think that would be mine and kimchi, of mm. course, on the side. Ugh, like the perfect ripeness of kimchi. Yeah, and like it's like I would. Like. Yeah, and then like I would feel like nice and satisfied and full, but I also wouldn't feel, like I don't also don't want to feel like like I don't want to eat Nasty. Taco Bell like right before I die either. Yeah. So yeah. it's like even I though feel, even though yeah. like Taco Bell is good, I love and Taco it's Bell. Like you want your yeah shout out in Chorito, yeah. but like. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I think I want to feel like, but I also don't want to eat just a salad, you know? So yeah. that, that would be my choice. <laughs> I feel like mine is kind of similar. Like, I think it would either be, it would be, I think my number one would probably be like some sort of like Korean, like very homey Korean food. Like it would be like, like a kimchi jjigae, like a bubbling thing of kimchi jjigae mm. with like fresh oh, or sundubu. rice. Sundubu. Oh, yeah, like sundubu. <laughs> and then just like like our, like my favorite panchans, you know? Yeah. And like different like pickled things and like salted like seafood things yeah. or like ill. Um, like just <laughs> things like that. Like that would be like so good. But then I can also imagine myself wanting like like a really like – spicy like papaya like a funky papaya salad with like you know like spring rolls and like oh and like like just like an amazing like juicy shrimp um like pad thai or something and like a curry oh my god yeah all of it all of it you really think these like death row chefs could manage our requests though like i feel like they would bring out I mean, a shitty tenjang jjigae and well, then i'd would be they, like upset. could they just um deliver it like it's like you don't have to make it yeah or, maybe. or is there like an actual i don't know i don't know i don't know i've never i've never been so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> we should ask we should, we should yeah. do some research <laughs> oh my god I think I would, as my death row meal, because like I'm going to die anyways, I would just eat all of the soy that I couldn't eat in my lifetime and then oh, just kill yeah. myself oh, with so you soy. you can have the tenjang <laughs> yeah. and sundubu. Yeah. yeah, so instead of them killing me, I'll kill myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. It'll be like, ha, 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 jokes on you. 
Good I'd have idea. tofu. I'd have like soy milk. Uh-huh. I'd have like the pichi jjigae, which is like a, a oh soup my God. with oh, like a chodangor. Yeah, yeah. Oh my ground oh tofu. My God. Um, I'd have uh, kongguksu, which is oh like noodles oh, yeah. that you eat during the summertime yeah. with like this soy milk kind of yeah. soup thing. Broth, um, broth, yeah. yeah. I would mm. have uh, fried like pan fried tofu with like the soy sauce and like the green onion yeah. on top. I would go out yeah. with a fr- I would go out with a tofu bang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and tenjang jjigae. Yeah, all of yeah. that. Cuz Christine, you weren't you weren't born or you you developed this allergy yeah. later in life, uh-huh. so it's like you know how good all that food is. Yeah. It's so sad. Oh my god. So it's been 10 years since I developed this allergy and then on yeah. my way to death I'll just I guess if you ever, you know, if you're ever like on your deathbed and you're like, I know I'm going to die soon anyway, like if even if it's not death row. Yeah. I guess that's when you could have your 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 soy. Uh, I'd also do the calculation though. Like this is a little crazy, but like how are you guys going to kill me? Like because if I have soy, I'll like choke, right? And that's like one way to die and it's not like that painful, right? I think it's lethal injection. Okay. So that probably is worse than choking and dying, right? Like you just – I don't think so. No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm, it's like the most humane. I, I feel really? like fall asleep. Oh, okay. But it's okay yeah. because like you will have had your tofu. You'll like start to choke, but then they'll like inject you and then you uh-huh. won't have Boom. to suffer yeah. the choking. That sounds like exactly. a great death. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've planned your death. We've planned your funeral. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God. And so on that note. Cheers, guys. Oh, cheers. cheers. Find us on all the all the mm-hmm. platforms on Instagram. Sing Let us know TikTok. what your death row meal will be. And yeah. you guys still haven't sent us any messages, so I'm going to call you out on that right now. <laughs> Open up your app. Wait, but what if what if they did? Okay. I know. Because this is episode eight. I'm talking about <laughs> you who didn't send a message. I'm yeah, proud of you. You know who you are. Yeah, I'm proud of you for sending the message. But for people who haven't, this is for you. Open up your Instagram app. Send, look up Samcha Podcast. Send us a message about your favorite foods, things that you don't like to eat. We will talk about it here. Just talk to us. That's all we are asking for. We'll have a whole episode just of what people have sent us. Yes. So, oh, that's a good one. You know, have fun. Yeah, Go ask ahead. all the questions. <laughs> talk to us. The crazier, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.